0: This is the Sheffield Vineyard podcast. We love Jesus and we want to be a people that follow him with all of our lives. We love our city of Sheffield and we want to see it full of people who are full of the life that Jesus has to offer. Well, we're doing a series at the moment called You and Me and... In that series, we're looking at some very large issues, uh, all uh, revolving around relationships. We're looking at matters of identity and friendship and singleness and dating and marriage. All the really easy ones, basically. Um, uh, these These are areas where people have lots of questions, both inside the church and outside of the church. Um, and today, I want to specifically focus on the matter of singleness. Now, if you're married or if you've got a partner, you're dating or something like that, don't zone out, okay? Don't go and get a, another um, uh, uh, donut or anything like that. You know, we as a church family, we, we want to support each other. And... Um, if you are in a relationship with someone else, that means that you're in a position to support someone who isn't. And that's what we do. That's what we do as a church, is we support people, especially people who are not quite like us. So don't zone out. Um, I think there's lots for everyone uh, to, uh, to get out of this talk. Um, The film, Bridget Jones's Diary, typifies how singleness is often portrayed in our current society. If you've not seen the film, then Bridget is a struggling single person, who uh, she's a woman, uh, whose life is wonderfully, if not comically, transformed when two men start to take an interest in her. It has, however, this underlying narrative, which is this. If you're single, your life is miserable, but if you are in a relationship, then life is exciting, eventful, and wonderful things happen. Uh, And that basic idea is sort of perpetuated across uh, many films. The whole genre of rom-com is... It always ends with that scene, doesn't it? With a couple embracing and the kind of happy ever after uh, sentiment is left with us. Did you know, I happen to know some statistics, there are 36 new rom-com films or TV series coming out this year. That's three a month, which is um, quite a lot. Um... And as entertaining and amusing as these films sometimes are, and let's be honest, who doesn't like Julia Roberts or Hugh Grant before the incident? Um, They nevertheless drip-feed a very powerful message, which is you're incomplete if you're a single person and without sex you can't experience what it means to be truly human. And really, the purpose of this talk is to expose that as a myth, and it's to bring a, a, a biblical perspective to singleness to this discussion floor, and one that I hope is honouring and respectful and kind. Uh, now, to help me to do that, um, I've I rang a friend. There's a What's that program, The Millionaire Thing, where you ring a friend to help you? You know? (laughs) Who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, thank you. I rang a friend to help me, her name is Hannah, some of you know her, she used to come along to this church, she then went on to a much lesser vineyard somewhere else, we won't go there, Um, but she's still my very, very good friend, she is single, and I asked her uh, some questions, and I wanted to show you, with her um, blessing, I wanted to show you a little uh, um, interview that we had, it's coming up on the screen now. Well, oh, hi, and uh, I want to uh, thank uh, Hannah for coming here, being part of my uh, another interview candidate. Hi, Hannah. Why hi, you, Alex. Hi, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, yourself? Hi,
1: everyone. Um, my name is Hannah. I used to come to Sheffield Vineyard. Um, you'll now find me living in Birmingham. Um, That's where I grew up. That's where I was born. And, um, I work currently in local hospital trusts as a dietitian. I currently work in outpatients in diabetes, so see all all sorts of ages. Um, And I attend um, a vineyard church in Birmingham where I lead a small group and um, lead uh, a worship team as well and some of the youth worship. So that's kind of what you'll find me doing
0: in the week. Wow, you do all of that. That's amazing. (laughs) Gosh, that's quite a lot. Um, so I've got a, a couple of questions for you Hannah. Um, the first is um, as someone who is single, I believe you're single, um, what uh, what would you say are some of the joys that singleness brings and also what are some of the challenges that singleness brings? Mm, absolutely. Um, so I've been single um,
1: all my life. Um, I've had episodes of dating a little bit, but nothing very long term. Um, So this is something I've kind of always mulled over in my head and kind of recognized as um, a phase of life that's very joyful, but also has challenges. Um, I would say the main joys for me are just having like that freedom in your life to kind of um pursue god pursue um what you're doing in your life um you're not having that other person to think of so you have like a lot of independence in your decision making um you're able to kind of yeah just run by yourself and with god and and i think that is something that is often overlooked um personally so that's a real joy for me um and also i guess um time so yeah you you have a lot more time maybe than people who are in committed relationships um to be able to um see friends see family um serve the church and um, whatever it might be your hobbies um so i'd say those are
0: some of the joys definitely um, and the challenges what would you say the challenges might be
1: yeah so challenges wise um i guess one of the normal ones would be um, sort of loneliness. So feeling that sense of like there's no one beside me who like I'm in a in a relationship with committed relationship with. So feelings of like um, yeah, sometimes just feeling on your own. Um, or if you have that desire to be with someone, that's something that can be really real. Um, and maybe also if you know a lot of people around you in a similar life stage who are dating in a relationship they're married and that's something that you want for yourself Then I guess um a challenge is to kind of not fall into sort of bitterness or comparison or or those kind of feelings um which are really real and also should be acknowledged um and then I guess I heard um someone uh recently who'd been I think she'd been single for about until her like mid 30s and she described it as sort of um, feelings of like grief of something that she wanted um, but that hadn't happened yet so it's almost like a grieving process of um, yeah like something that you've kind of almost not had lost and and those kind of feelings can come up similarly to if you've you've lost something else that you that you that you that you loved and you wanted so those are the main kind of joys the main kind of challenges um and yeah i hope that's helpful to kind of hear that from someone who is in that position
0: super helpful and i really appreciate your honesty as well hannah that's amazing um what my next question is what. Um, what advice would you give to someone who is in a very similar situation to yourself?
1: Yeah. Um, so my first thing when I was thinking through these questions was um, if you're single and and whether you know you want to date or you're not sure, actually don't date just because like you feel like you have to or you feel like that's the the only option um I really feel like if you're happily and you're content and you're single uh, just own that um no one's saying it's not everyone's calling um, to be in a long-term marriage in a, in a relationship so don't date because you feel like um that's something that other people are expecting you to do it, or God's expecting you to do you you and God alone know that but um sort of Listening to your own heart and your own desires. If you're in a time, you're in a place, you're in um, a place when you don't feel like you want to, then that's absolutely okay. Mm. Um, And it's more than okay. Um, The next thing I would say is um, sort of spending time with lots of different people um, who are in different situations. So. Honouring and spending time with your single friends, honouring and spending time with your friends who are dating, honouring and spending time with your friends that are married. Um, spend time with people who are in different a different position to you because it really um, helps you understand, it helps you empathise, um, it allows you to kind of broaden your experiences, um, learn from them, they can learn from you. So they're the main kind of things that I think I would say to someone in my position. And that I'm
0: kind of following at the moment. So Great. I mean that's amazing. You don't know this, but I'm I'm already written a whole lot of stuff in my talk which covers all of that stuff. So it's amazing to hear you say that too. Um, i makes me believe that i think I'm going on the right line. So that's really great. It's good and thanks again for again for your honesty. I've got one last question for you. This is for the brave. Um <laughs> so I mean I know you pretty well. I know you're Christian. And so um I wanted to ask you about this funny kind of victorian phrase uh, how how has it been helpful for you to to uh remain in a, a, a sort of a sexually virtuous uh place uh, a lifestyle how how what's helped you to sort of uh, to do that
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um first and foremost um it all just comes back to a relationship with jesus um seeking jesus seeking god's presence spending time there fixing your eyes on him um so our d- desires are um, whether they're you know our desires that maybe we struggle with uh, they're kind of lessened when maybe when we spend time seeking god um but also acknowledging kind of our own desires where we've fallen short where we've watched the wrong thing where we've done the wrong thing when we thought the wrong thing and sort of just, being, just repenting really just going to God and saying I'm sorry and here I am, I'm fallen but it's okay um, and I guess in that kind of seeking God learning that knowing in your heart that like God's love is the first love and it's the one that satisfies um, and then I guess also just having people around you Um, accountability with others where you can kind of sharing um, how you are um, sharing kind of those things in terms of maybe sexuality and um, how we live as like sexual beings if we're single um, just kind of being as as honest as we can really and having those people around us that we trust and that you know they're not going to judge you Um, so yeah sort of spending time with God focusing um, on his will for your life um, for his calling on your life but also like acknowledging when we've fallen short um and spending time and like opening up to people around you that you trust and you know so
0: yeah just gold dust thank you so much mm-hmm. and look we really uh, appreciate you coming and just sharing these thoughts with us thank you so much bless you My pleasure. And, um, we'll catch you around again i hope thanks
1: thanks see you ali
0: Hannah amazing. So I wanted to just to pick up a few, pick up on a few things that uh, uh, Hannah mentioned. The first thing uh, that I want to pick up on is this idea about comparison, that um, we tend to make comparisons um, between people who are single, people who are either dating or married, and I just think that maybe the grass sometimes seems greener on the other side because it's astroturf. It's plastic. It's fake. The Apostle Paul wrote a letter to a church in Corinth uh, in Greece. And uh, in that letter, Paul urges um, us not to compare ourselves with others. Uh, In the message sort of paraphrase of the Bible, it puts it like this. Um, But celibacy is not for everyone any more than marriage is. God gives the gift of the single life to some, the gift of married life to others. And don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. So whether you're a single person uh, wanting to uh, have a, a partner to share life with, or whether you are married, say with kids, and you feel cramped in all of that, unable to do everything that you want to do, don't shun what you have. See the joys, And then be honest with the challenges. You know, Jesus lived in a time when everyone was married. When you were at a certain age, uh, you got married. And if you didn't, then you simply stood out in community. Um, It would have been very socially difficult for you. People in Jesus' day didn't uh, sort of decide not to marry except for um, uh, rather rare instances um, where an individual might give up their whole life in service for the Lord. But in that context, Jesus was single and he's our model. He and all that he stands for looked very different to what that society regarded to be the best way. And so Jesus set a new standard. Some historians say that Jesus was the first person in history ever to um, affirm singleness as um, a way of living. And by remaining single, he signalled that singleness was in every way equal to marriage. And you know what? Jesus was a sexual being. Um, He lived a celibate lifestyle. He didn't marry. He he didn't have any romantic relationship and he never had sex. Yet he had all the temptations and challenges that single people typically have. And I would say that Jesus honours celibate single people from a position of lived experience When he says, and he says this, he says it in Mark um, Mark my words, Uh, no one who sacrifices house, brothers, sisters, mother, father, children, land, whatever, because of me and the message will lose out. In other words, this list isn't exhausted, okay? Um, Jesus is saying, those who are willing to practice God's way of life, including practicing celibacy outside of marriage, will have a full life. Nothing will be missed out. He carries on, they'll get it all back, but multiplied many times in homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land. And you in every regard, in other words, but also in troubles and then the bonus of eternal life. Those who meet the challenge of celibacy in singleness will receive great things from God now and forevermore. But Jesus is absolutely aware that it's not easy, that there are challenges. Something else that Hannah mentioned was that, um, and I would really wish to reiterate here, is, you know, it's it's wise for those of us who are single, and especially if you're finding singleness uh, challenging, to talk honestly with a few trusted, honourable, Godly friends because it's okay not to be okay you're not a bad person if you're single and finding it hard to be single and it's not wrong to struggle and you're not weak jesus said there will be challenges and so there will be challenges that's expected and it's okay to be sexually tempted. Jesus faced sexual temptation himself. And so I would strongly urge you to, if you're in this position, to dialogue honestly with Jesus about this. As someone who has lived a life, he understands it from personal experience, The uh, what some of us are experiencing now. I'm coming into land. I'm not actually said very much on this because I want to have a little bit, well, because actually Hannah's kind of stole all of my thunder, basically. I, I simply thought that what she said was so good, I, I didn't need to say an awful lot more. Um, but I wanted to bring to your attention that there's there's lots of good books on singleness as from a Christian perspective, but there's one in particular which I think is excellent. Um, it's called Seven Myths About Singleness by Sam um, uh, Aldbury, And the, the contents page uh, um, says it It has a good summary. It lists the seven myths that the book talks about. It says, singleness is too hard. Singleness requires a special calling. Singleness means no intimacy. Singleness means no family. Singleness hinders ministry. Singleness wastes your sexuality. And singleness is easy. They're all myths. And it's a great book that discusses, um, uh, it, unearthed these myths relating to uh, singleness. And then it shows, through looking at the Bible, a better way. I'd really recommend you flick through that. Uh, in fact, I really recommend that everyone has a good look at that book. So in conclusion, um, I'd like for everyone to know... That singleness means that a single person is valued and is fully complete. I would say, don't compare yourself and your relationship status with other people. And those of you, uh, or those of us who 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 are um, who who find that meeting the challenger of celibacy in singleness um, a, a, a difficult thing to do, then um, dialogue with God. Dialogue with good, honest, open, great friends. And, and know this, that the Lord is very, very quick at forgiving us. And so I think that talking to other people and being accountable to just a few excellent trusted friends who have a good track record and have a good godly record is a good thing to do. We'd love to invite you to be part of the community at Sheffield Vineyard. You can head to the website and find more information about how you can serve, join a life group and get involved in church life in general.